0: (laughs) Swallow it all,
1: swallow
2: it all, swallow it all, swallow it all I am a collector (laughs) Damn, that was pretty good
3: Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Mm -hmm. Step right up, it's nailed This is not a normal one (laughs) Let's get that straight right off the bat We're doing uh, something different We're hearing from listeners, the voices of listeners
4: Millions of people're going to hear our voices
3: in voice memos that they're going to send us. Did we decide what we're going to call this one?
2: uh voice bag <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was hoping for something more clever than that, but okay
2: uh I really don't know. I forgot I think you asked a while ago for like a good nine inch nails pun for this. I'm number one. I'm not good at puns, like some mm. people are really good at playing with I words just, and stuff I'm I don't not. think
3: there are many good voice. I th- I think I used to have a voicemail there. Maybe,
2: mm, maybe works I for the I, era. I think in.
3: I used to have a voice memo. How about v- listener voice memo? Rebellia? Does that make sense? Voice bag. All right, voice bag. It's nail bag colon the voice bag edition. <laughs> That's what I'll call it.
2: I think that works.
3: And hopefully people want to click on that when they're searching through their podcasts. But we just asked you all to write in. Not write in.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: Voice in. We thought it would be fun to actually play people's voices. And Mm -hmm. it's like a call-in show, but you're not actually calling in. You're just sending us a memo. We might do a call-in later. We have to figure out the phone Logistics, mm-hmm.
2: And we'll probably do more of these voice series. I was thinking about doing one um, where listeners could send in like their thoughts about the Downward Spiral. We'll be celebrating the 30th anniversary of that next year, which is... Oh, God. Oh, God. Bonkers.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, we should do that for that. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of a lazy one for us. We were out of town, didn't have time to research a proper episode and prepare it.
2: Or compile it. I usually have it researched. So I just have to compile yeah. and sort and yeah. organize. So.
3: so we're having the listeners do the majority of the work this time, and we're just going to listen and react to it. Should we just dive right into it?
2: Let's go. I have no idea what to expect, and I'm excited have, to hear some of your voices for the first time.
3: I have, I think, maybe 16, Okay. which is probably more than I thought I'd get. Um, and I'm just going to say people's first names, I guess, because I don't, I never like to say full names on here. It, it, I feel like most people probably don't want that. Anyway, the first one is from Glenn. These are in no particular order. These might be in order received, but I could be wrong on that. Okay, from Glenn. Let's hear from Glenn right now. Hope this works. Hello, Blake and Jessica. This is uh, Glenn calling
1: on a beautiful autumn day here in the greater Boston area. It's uh, late October, so that means that the leaves are colorful, the temperature is brisk but pleasant, and the Hallmark Channel is already inexplicably <laughs> showing non-stop Christmas movies. <laughs> I felt like I wanted to call in, but I don't, I don't think I really have much of a plan for what to say to, <laughs> in this message. Um, uh, I, am, I am looking forward to uh, what I'm going to lovingly refer to as the Jabroni cast. Um, to hearing a bunch of uh, fellow listeners, um, <laughs> many of whom I've uh, met, but I haven't uh, actually talked to in anything other than Discord um, in a little while. So it'll be great to hear from everybody. So uh, with Teeth Stuff, um, I, I actually I like this era of the uh, podcast so far. Um, I think it uh, should be really interesting to get into uh, as we enter the eras of albums that aren't necessarily university beloved from beginning to end the way that we, uh, kind of think about, you know, broken downward spiral, uh, and the fragile. Um, I personally like with teeth, um, a lot. I mostly grew up loving, uh, rock metal and hardcore. So the more rock band production of w- with teeth really, uh, worked for me. It's probably also why I love nin live so much. Um, like the, and there's an energy to, uh, real drums. that's just hard to replicate otherwise with teeth. Also, does it's a little weird, but with teeth does mean something. I think particular for me because it was, it came out at about the same time that I myself made the choice to to get and stay clean. Um, I mean, not in a million years would I compare um, my journey to anything like remotely close to Trent's, but it it did still help me feel like less alone uh, in what um, to me felt like a very necessary life choice and change. Um, so uh that record will always, you know, have that that sort of special um special meaning there. Uh other than that, I don't think I have much else to say about that record at the moment. Although I'm super looking forward to the Beside You in Time stuff. Um, cause that whole tour was just so much fun. Um so uh yeah, uh happy with teething. With teething? <laughs> teething? Teething? I'm not We're sure. Still what to, with yeah, teething. Whatever. Happy with teething for the next few weeks, um and early um happy Halloween. Uh, I have been trying to figure out. Um, maybe you guys can help me out. If there's any era of Trent that I could dress my eight month old up <laughs> as for Halloween that wouldn't get CPS called on me. No. Uh, and I think my can't. main options would be either like try and find a long black haired wig and draw some <laughs> facial hair on him to try for a perfect drug look, yes. or I could just l- let him play in the mud uh, and go for a go for a Woodstock look. But uh, you know, let me know if you got any better ideas. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, love you guys, love the podcast, um,
3: and I'll uh, see you all on Discord. All right, cheers. How about don't change the diaper for a few weeks and get a Woodstock look? More authentic that way.
2: Gross. (laughs) Don't do that. That will get CPS called on you. That's how you you
3: get CPS called.
2: Don't do that. Uh, I like the perfect drug idea because even if people don't know <laughs> what he is?
3: They'll be like your baby be has like, a weird, it's like a soul weird patch.
2: Victorian baby with a soul patch.
3: This is what you do. You make your kid the Victorian ghost boy uh, or girl. I can't remember.
2: Victor- let's just say Victorian ghost a, child.
3: Victorian ghost child from the mm-hmm. perfect drug video. That is kind of like the ghost child version of Trent. Maybe I always That's called what it. I always do. called
2: it little Trent. I think. I think it, um, it's a little girl. That's the move it.
3: right there. Yeah.
2: You could do that. Hold on. I'm trying to think, or a though, little there's Or just anything. a little
3: piggy costume. Aw. I'm sure they make cute. There's probably a million Peppa Pig costumes out there. Modify it a little bit.
2: It'd be really cute. Hold on. I'm thinking about... I mean, can you get him a little muscle suit and he <laughs> could be with teeth
3: <laughs> How... I know they make muscle suits for kids, obviously. I just saw a Ninja, mm-hmm. ninja Turtle one that was green at... Uh, green Muscles at Target. How early can you buy a muscle suit <laughs> are there like muscle suits for your six month old like you'd have to
2: you might be... have to get like an etsy person to custom make yeah, your baby it seems muscles. too. i i like the play in the mud woodstock idea so it might okay. be the easiest too. i'm all for easy costumes
3: yeah definitely don't the put... older
2: i get the less complicated i want them to
3: be don't put too much money time and effort in because he won't remember it I will have pictures um, well this rules uh let we should let people talk for us all the time <laughs> I agree this is great just letting other people talk and we can kick back and do whatever anything else to comment upon
2: yeah I uh, I think it's uh interesting that he that Glenn uh, relates to this album due to a time in his life when he was committed to being clean. So I think right. that adds another layer of meaning as he said. So I think that's a pretty cool thing to share. I'm
3: definitely feeling the coming into I'm coming into midlife at the same time as we are coming into this album.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I may or may not be having crises <laughs> going on. So I that is an interesting parallel that I've noticed as well. Not to not to compare myself either. So thank you Glenn. Should we continue? Yes. Let's keep these coming. Okay, a note from Lisa. Here we go.
6: Hi, Jess and Blake and Nailed listeners. It's Lisa, a.k.a. Jupiter Star on the Discord. Um, I have a fun story for you guys about how I ended up backstage at a Nine Inch Nails show. Um, don't worry, it's... PG. <laughs> um, nothing weird happened. Thought really, I was going to go um, somewhere else. Anyway, so back during the With Teeth tour, I went to several of the shows, but uh, the summer amphithe- amphitheater tour was by far my favorite with Peaches and Bauhaus opening for Nine Inch Nails. Um, it was wonderful. Um, the very last show that my friends and I went to was in Pittsburgh and um i was on the rail as usual and at the time i kind of had a crush on Aaron North so Ooh. that was kind of always the spot i went for um, and then after the show we were watching the crew uh pack everything up and you know trying to see if they would give us any little mementos like you know guitar picks or set lists or whatever, and one of the crew members was handing out after show passes, and my friends and I managed to get some, and we're like, okay, cool, um, what's this all about? Um, so we found our way to wherever the after show was happening, and stood in line, and as we're standing in the line, Daniel Ash from Bauhaus approaches us, and, um, he started talking to us, and, um he was kind of a little bit flirty with a couple of my friends. Um, I don't really know, but he was, he was, he was funny. Um, But he invited us to go backstage and we're like, okay. (laughs) And um, he's like, you know, bring your friends. Um, But, you know, not everybody, meaning like not everybody who was waiting in line for the after party, which, you know, it wasn't a lot of people, but still, he was like, you know, just bring a couple people. So I'm pretty sure a couple of people followed us that were, we didn't know. But anyway, so it was about 10 of us following him to wherever we had to go to get backstage. And so this whole th- thing was pretty surreal. I was like, I died. what is happening? And then <laughs> yeah. um, we Has get back there. Um, I remember somebody gave me a beer. It was a Corona. Yeah. They didn't have any limes, but I didn't complain because I was just kind of in shock anyway. <laughs> uh, so we took some silly pictures with Daniel Ash. I had stuck my digital camera in um, nice. to that show.
3: I'm pausing here for to clarify for Zoomers. Mm-hmm. You used to not be a- allowed to bring cameras into shows.
6: Mm-mm.
3: You couldn't just constantly be snapping pics. Mm-mm. It was weird.
2: I got in trouble at a December's concert by Petra Hayden. Have ever told you this story?
3: Did Petra Hayden yell at you?
2: She complained about me and my sister to Colin, and Colin announced that, okay, my sister and I, my friends and I, Crystal and Monica, my sister, Crystal and I would always take disposable cameras with us to shows and sneak them in. But, of course, you have to have a flash on or else shit is not going to turn out.
3: Yeah, and the flash is what gives you away. You can't be yeah. doing that.
2: Well. Anyway, they, for some reason, there were no like no camera rules at the shows we would go to. Usually, if they were smaller indie bands, oh. I don't think they cared as much.
3: Yeah, it depends on the venue sometimes. Yeah.
2: And these were all smaller venues like the Granada or the Blue Note or whatever. And so we had my, I had my disposable camera. I don't know if Monica did, it might have just been me. And uh, I was taking pictures while they were playing. And because we were right, like, The stage, the venue was so small and we were, there weren't even rails, like you were right on the stage. It was almost like a house show or something. Like this is how weird the venue was. Yeah. And so we were right in front and close and I was taking pictures because I was like, I'll never get this again. And I guess we annoyed Petra and she complained. And my sister has hated Petra Hayden ever since.
3: Wow. She's always
2: like, that bitch.
3: (laughs) Maybe she shouldn't have been...
2: Using a flash, using a
3: flash right in her eyes <laughs> while she's Maybe trying to play her issue. violin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good grief.
2: Anyway. Okay. So yeah, you used to not be able to have cameras. Yeah, but we were rebels and I would sneak them in. Okay, anyway.
3: clarifying that. Back to the story. Let me roll it back.
6: I had stuck my digital camera in to that show, and um, then we also we also met Josh Freese, and he took a very silly picture with one of my friends. It looks like she's trying to like bite off his head or something um anyway <laughs> and i believe Jordy was there too but he basically ignored me um but i wasn't really interested in talking to him anyways
0: yeah, the only person right. i
6: really wanted to meet was Aaron um or Trent but i kind of had a feeling Trent wouldn't be really hanging around in an after party where there was alcohol and stuff cuz mm. you know he he had just gotten s- sober a few years ago and also old. and i was right because at one point i <laughs> Not did old. see him from a distance, like standing out of... Okay, he's not old. But the closer I
2: get... Well, I am 40. <laughs> I'm 41, actually. But the older I get, the less I want to do certain activities. Um, yeah. And being at a loud party, while well, I that used to fuel me when I was younger. I'm now yeah. like, you know, maybe, maybe for special occasions, birthdays, Halloween, I'll go to Halloween a... Halloween
3: this weekend. Yeah,
2: I'll go to a party. But I think as you age, you're just like, I would rather be in a nice quiet place where I can just read and be with my thoughts, especially after playing a show.
3: Well, you may be wrong. Hang on here.
6: Okay, let's find out. Because you know, he he had just gotten sober a few years ago and and I was right because at one point I did see him from a distance, like standing out of what I assume was his dressing room and I was just, we were just like, oh my god, there he is. But he just, he didn't really look like he was in the mood to socialize. Um, (laughs) Cause he was like kind of poking his head out of the dressing room and um, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't approach him. I was like, I especially cause that. I had a beer, yeah, when... you know, like, I don't know. I was uh, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not even supposed to be here. This is so <laughs> weird. Like, what if he's like security? <laughs> I think a couple people did approach him, but my friends and I were like, we can't, this is not, this doesn't feel like the right time. So we didn't miss that opportunity. I did get to meet him a few years later at a meet and greet um, that, you you know, it was very much like I paid for a ticket to go to it. So that felt okay. But that night it was just, it felt like this isn't it. And then I did also finally get to meet Aaron North and got a fun picture with him. And he was just adorable. And it was just a very fun night. Um, And so that's my story of backstage at Nine Inch Nails, which was nothing like what we saw in the closure, uh, uh video, you know, um, no exit signs were harmed. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I love nailed. Um, it's my favorite podcast and I love all my friends in the discord. And, um, if you're not a patron, uh, you really need to, you, you really need to join. Um, okay. That's it. Bye. <laughs>
3: Hell yeah! Thank you, thank you to both of these people for advertising for
6: us.
3: (laughs) If you uh, if you didn't have a reason to join the Patreon and the Discord before, just listen. And we didn't even tell these people to say this.
2: Maybe Lisa will post um, some Daniel Ash and Aaron North photos in the Uh, Discord. Oh, did
3: she? May have sent some things Ah, to me. Okay. Um. She said, "Don't backstage silliness, don't share them because I'm not sure if my friends in the photos would want that. But I wanted to share them with you. So I'm not sending them out to you, the public. Oh, I think that's some of her. I don't think that's Lisa. Now, we have met Lisa, so I know what she looks like. But I think that's her friends hanging out with Josh Freese.
2: That's what it it looks like.
3: It's a blonde guy looking goofy. So I'm assuming that's Josh Freese. And he's tall. Oh, yeah, there's a few. (laughs) <laughs> is that this may be one of the Bauhaus I'm not as familiar with Bauhaus. I know who Peter Murphy is. I don't know the other guys. That may be a Bauhaus guy with another friend.
2: <laughs> Bauhaus guy.
3: I do love that you see the digital camera uh timestamp? B- timestamp in the corner yeah, It I says that. June 30th, 2006.
2: Mine was never correct because I never I always think my timestamp was wrong on them, and I can't. Remember yeah,
3: they were why. often wrong. Yeah. Here's Lisa and her friend with Aaron North, the object of her crush.
2: Aw, that's cute. That's fun. He's
3: doing a good face. Uh He's pulling a face here. That's Peter Murphy on stage (laughs) right there. I think these are Bauhaus pics. There's a pic of Trent on stage.
2: Is there a pic of Trent poking his head out of the dressing room? No,
3: I wish you got a (laughs) a picture of him poking his head out. But um, good for you for... Showing respect and restraint, yeah, I respect that. Oscar's chiming in fine I
2: don't know that I could do that either. number one, I'm just too shy, yes and it. too anxious to do something i'm straight
3: like that. up i'm not a I'm not a meet your heroes person
2: every time we go to town for a concert, I'm always like, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if when we're in Nashville, like we're just eating somewhere and look over and see Dave or Martin?" And Blake's like, what What would you do? I'm like, nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> just
2: freak out quietly.
3: We were almost weirdly close to Dave Gahn and Martin Gore a few days ago, but that was just because we were close to the catwalk at, uh, the, at the concert.
2: Tip, if you're buying tickets and you have the dough to go and get really good tickets or just put yourself in a massive amounts of debt, whatever – Go to the end of the catwalk. Don't go to the sides. They don't interact with the fans on the sides. The fans at the end, though, yeah. they get some little hand hand slaps and right. and uh, get, get sung to, <laughs> get serenaded. But they just walk up and down that catwalk really fast. And I was trying to take photos and I just, anyway. Oscar's here. He has a, he wants to contribute to voice bag.
3: <laughs> He's making his voice heard.
2: But thank you so much, Lisa.
3: Thank you. Okay, I believe this one is from, oh, it's from Nintern. All right, Nintern. He says this one is tongue in cheek. Okay. <laughs> hey, all. It's Jaboy CGB.
4: I think the uh, Nin thing that I wanted to share was being lucky enough to see them live at the theater tour for With Teeth. In May of 2005, which I believe was attended by a certain uh, Piscine from the, uh, the Discord. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty friggin' mind blowing show, to be honest. Uh, Aaron North was just a spectacle to behold. Trent was clean and in rip roaring shape. They played <laughs> some fragile deep cuts. And it was just, it was. A wonderful wonderful show and it was funny because I saw it with two friends who I don't think were actually like huge nin fans but one was a new college buddy who was just like oh yeah I'll pay any money to see Trent Reznor and like but beforehand had never expressed any interest in seeing him and then the other was my um, my longtime high school buddy Squiggy um, Squiggy. named as such because his name was Chris, and we couldn't have two Chris's in the group. Of course, not. and he sounded like Squiggy from Wolverine and Shirley. But mm. I digress. <laughs> and Squiggy is more into just general pop music and more like mainstream type stuff. But he was like for some reason really into the idea of going to this nine inch nail show, and the three of us just had an amazing time. And we stopped by uh, my classmate at the times birthday party in Alston, Massachusetts on the way back which is a neighborhood of Boston and then we went to a roast beef shop which is another weird New England thing places that just sell roast beef sandwiches and it was a Arby's. delightful night all around and it was just it, it was a fucking fantastic night and yeah that's that's all i wanted to share i had a great night
7: Aww.
3: for once in my fucking life <laughs> Oh, that was the tongue in cheek part I was waiting for. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear about the only good night of your life.
2: Yeah. Do you remember being young and going to concerts and then having energy after the concert to be like, let's yeah, go party? I,
3: yeah, imagine that. I used to do that too. Now it's I'm like,
2: like mm. bedtime, please. <laughs> Again, old, but.
3: As soon as the Depeche Mode show was over, I transformed into
2: bedtime pajama, Blake. He put on his little my, sleeping my, cap. my gown,
3: my sleeping cap, my little <laughs> candle. candle holder. <laughs> And then i I did a flip in the air, and when I landed, I was in bed <laughs> underneath the covers, <laughs> and it was ten forty five at night.
2: Some of the best uh, memories I have are actually like driving home from shows because you have to travel. Nothing comes here, um, yeah. And stopping for food at like random weird ass cafes or whatever you can find that's open. Or if you're in a big city, which we normally were, because we had to travel to go to shows, going to grab some food after and talking about the show. I think the last time we did that was actually after Red Rocks, the second night. No, wait. Was it first? No, it was second night. Second night,
3: night Denny's. Yep,
2: Denny's with uh, mm-hmm. our friends Laura and Rooker. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. I had a gummy or half a gummy, <laughs> and we were just laughing hysterically as Rooker uh, photoshopped Trent Reznor into various places in Denny's. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, fun. Good time. I
3: remember being otherworldly exhausted like my soul had (laughs) left my body from two nights in a row of nin. Okay. The next one is from Jack. Yes, that Jack. Hey, Jack. And I want to point out that Jack's subject line says, hot singles in your area. (laughs) And the name of the file is Blake Nine Inch Nails. Oh,
7: nice.
3: Blake, Jess, Oscar, Trent,
8: (laughs) I have one question for you guys. Will you
3: Hand the feed that bites you? (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm cutting that out. You can't moan on the air. I'm cutting that out.
2: What was the question again? Will I?
3: I think it was, can you hand hand the bite that feeds? Hand the, feed the hand that bites you?
2: I guess it depends on the hand.
3: I'm not even going to dignify that. (laughs) With a response. Thanks, Jack.
2: Thank you, Jack.
3: (laughs) The next one is from Genetic.
9: This is Genetic calling in for this early Monday morning on the pod. Uh, As I've stated before in the Discord, uh, With Teeth was never exactly my favorite Nine Inch Nails album. But going back through it with you guys has definitely given me a lot more respect for the album as a whole. I did go to one of the... With Teeth Tours. It's the only time I've ever seen Nine Inch Nails live. It was an absolutely magical experience. I got to go with four of my best friends, or three of my best friends at the time. And we had an amazing time. It was so cool to see them live. Uh, We were in the general admission probably five rows back from the stage. It was so close. It was crazy. Anyway, uh, that's about all I've got for right now.
2: Uh great
9: to talk to you all, I guess.
2: Bye. Bye, Jen.
9: Great Thanks, to talk Jen.
3: to you. Thanks for calling in.
2: I kinda wish I had been able to go to that tour. Everyone yeah. is acting like it was like one of the best live I eras. I should have gone.
3: I should have gone. Yeah. Why but didn't I, we? Oh. I didn't have money or yeah, in it same. I, or the ability to travel.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I didn't I did, have a car. But... My car was a POS. Guys, I drove a day woo.
3: I was also too busy failing out of college at the
2: time. (laughs) Uh, 2005, I was uh, in college. I wasn't failing, though. I wasn't like you.
3: Well, (laughs) whoop-dee-doo. The next one's from Heather. Good to hear from you, Heather. Thank you. I'm assuming this one is going to be goofy or nonsensical. Mm. I'm going to... What do you... Let's call it now. I think it's going to be an ear-splitting shriek. What do you think I was going to say the
2: same thing. Okay. Right. Maybe... I'm preparing myself for it. All right.
3: Hi, Blake and Jess, and... (laughs) Okay. Not only is it not a shriek, thank you, (sighs) it has reverb on it.
10: Hi, Blake and Jess, and Oscar, of course. Thank you so much for allowing Nine Inch Nails fans the opportunity to send in their voices. Uh, This is Heather... I'm sending in a voice message. I'm gazing into my crystal ball (laughs) currently. I'm pondering my orb into the year 2027. No, I'm just kidding. I hope it doesn't take you guys that long. But um, give us something for the hesitation marks constituency of your fan base, of the Nine Inch Nail fan base, rather. Um, Could you please give us a little teaser? Tell us. The fans want to know, what is your favorite song off of hesitation marks? All right. Thank you so much. I love you all. Bye.
7: Oh,
2: Heather.
3: I like that this one poses a question that we have to answer. That's fun.
2: I don't think I'm prepared to answer this question right now.
3: I'm going to pull up my Spotify so I can remind myself of the track list. You're not prepared to answer it?
2: I don't know if I – I have a hard time picking, like, absolute favorites, although I always want to try. But then I I get really upset with myself because I'm like, oh, I probably just hurt everything's feelings by picking – Various mm. methods of escape or whatever.
3: I'm one of those weirdos who really likes all time low. That's all-time a contender. Fucks. Copy of A is probably a contender, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I love both satellite and various methods of escape.
11: Mm-hmm.
3: In two, I love. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as picking one out of those, it's too early, but I could give like an early early prediction for when we get there that maybe by that time i'll i'll maybe all-time low will still be at the top
9: Mm -hmm.
3: or maybe i'll completely change my mind and be like nah various methods or maybe even more likely to be into it's one of those i don't know don't don't try to pin me down don't make me choose heather do you think yours is one of those
2: I don't want to share what mine is. Okay. I don't right. want to be ridiculed by the hardcore fans. It's,
3: okay. <laughs> it's running.
2: No, it's not running.
3: <laughs> um, sorry to sort of dodge the question, but thank you for the question, Heather. And yeah. Th-
2: no, I mean, I agree with you on the songs, but I also really love everything. And I didn't yeah, want to say that's I my do, favorite, though. But I, I do
3: like everything.
2: I love it. I have an attachment to it because it might have been eh, – I was about to say, it might have been like the song that made me interested in Nine Inch Nails Uh again. But that's not really true because I was listening to like the scoring work and stuff.
3: Everything I now know, we only just learned this, but I now know it's a better live song than it is uh, a record song. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. that is true. And I go back and forth on my opinion on the recorded version. I've never hated it, That to be clear. But we're talking too much about everything. Yeah, we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves, as Trent says. Uh oh. On bad witch. Okay. Oh, and I I like the effects. I appreciate you putting in the effort. Yeah. Putting some finally some vocal effects on one of these. <laughs> finally, some production mm-hmm. value.
2: And Oscar said hi. Back.
3: Oscar says hi.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, I'm not looking forward to this, but Rooker sent one. <laughs> And it says, "Why has it come as a surprise to think that I was so naive?"
2: Oh, I please, please, please let him just be singing. Oh God, push play, push play. It's just going to
3: be all him like singing the whole, all the lyrics to "That's What I Get." That's what
2: I'm hoping for. I would love to hear that.
3: Okay. I don't have much to say because I didn't prepare for this.
4: But you know what? At the end of the day, that's what I get.
3: Well, that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, because I thought you were going to go through the whole song. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, Ricker. Just
3: had, to get that, had to get that in there. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: Is Ricker one of our, that's what I get, is my favorite song on Pretty Hate Machine?
3: He's one of those freaks, right?
2: Yeah. Or is he just like a defender? Like, I like it.
3: He's an apologist. Uh-huh. Yeah, defender, stan, whatever you want to call it,
2: mm-hmm.
3: which is fine. I know there are a few of you out, out there. There are dozens of you.
2: There are um, dozens of you.
3: <laughs> okay, David Ullman sent something in.
0: Hi, Blake and Jessica, Jess and Blake. This is David, and i recording this voice memo just to let you know how much I really love the show. I found it kind of late and took me a while to catch up, but it's been a real joy to listen uh, as you go along and be able to kind of contribute to the conversation as it goes along. And so uh, first I want to say, Jess, how much I... Really appreciate all of the research that you do. I really can't emphasize that enough, and I'm sure you hear it a lot, but uh, perhaps not enough also. Thank and Blake, you. your Clips Corner and mashups and production of the show are are just so excellent. So one of my uh, questions or, or topics is, I'd love to know what process and program perhaps you use to duck the audio as the two of you talk over the songs. I, I, I think you mentioned once, at least uh, which digital workstation you have in favor, but I, I can't remember <laughs> what it was or what episode, um, but also so um, I do this type of work myself sometimes, and it certainly doesn't sound as though you're making a bunch of nodes and kind of manually dipping the uh the audio and I, wouldn't think that you're riding a fader as, as you go, but it if it's some sort of automated thing or whatever it is, it, it always sounds amazing. And I was just wondering uh, if it took you forever if you have a, a hack for the rest
3: of us. Okay, I'll address that first. No, I do not automate it all by hand. That would be insane. It's no, it's not a, I won't keep it a mystery. Uh, my digital audio workstation is Reaper, mm-hmm. the last DAW you'll ever need. Um, you can use it free trial as long as you want to. And then even if you decide to buy, it's cheap. And then I use the plugin that one of the plugins it comes with is a compressor called re comp. And I use that, uh, to duck, uh, I use a side chain to duck the audio of the track when we talk. So It's not automated by hand, but it is just I set the compression settings to nicely so that the track goes down a certain number of decibels. That that sounds good um, and that the ducking happens at a speed that sounds natural and not awkward and choppy. So it just takes a little bit of dialing in of the compression settings. But once you got that, you can just keep it. And it is really simple and cheap to do. So you can do it in any... Any DAW um, with any any compressor that has the ability to use sidechain. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. Thanks
0: for asking. Thing is uh, a live the live nineteen ninety five uh, footage that turned up last year. I think as you guys mentioned it very briefly, uh, and we were like, yeah, we looked at it a little bit, but really didn't get into it throughout the the, chron, the chronology of the show. So I've in my email here I've I've included a link to uh, the YouTube which I think calls it Self Destruct 94. But it is so clearly like having watched it the very nearly completed like commercial what would have been the commercially released home video and perhaps also the 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 audio for the the live album that Russell Mills did the artwork for and everything and so if you watch the the full thing on YouTube you can see it to the end it has like the nearly completed credits you know with the downward spiral font and all of that and uh you know look to be nearly done but of course was was scrapped and thought lost until last year and then there's a great you know, wiki entry on it, kind of pulling it all together. But so I watched it for the first time this year, and it was very interesting, you know, it would have changed the perception of the band, I think had it come out, you know, and thought it was, you know, quite well done. But uh, yeah, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on it, especially as we as you're nearing uh, Halo 22, which was their last commercially released um, home home video, you know, live concert film, which is Fucking dynamite, <laughs> but uh, but that's all. This was already longer than I meant it to be. But thanks again for everything, and and looking forward to the rest of the halos. Cheers. Aww. thank you.
2: Thank you, David. Um,
0: yeah,
3: I don't believe we've watched this.
2: Not all of it. I or think maybe we, we did got, watch got some well. Of probably it. what happened is I got sidetracked by something else. Yeah, and never I, came back. I think to maybe
3: it. we started it and did get sidetracked. Yeah. Um. Oh, and thank you for sending the. The link and a PDF here, nine inch nails live ninety five, which has some artwork. I guess the artwork that would have been. So is this real? <laughs> is this for real?
2: Well, we know that the uh there was a different director who had almost everything complete and then they went with the change of direction. Yeah.
3: yeah. Ooh, a cool VHS package. Let me go to the maybe just going to the link. Oh wow! It's an hour forty-one thing here. Posted last year. Well, obviously we can't. <laughs> we'll look into it further later. But thank you for sending that along.
2: I was meant to go back to that, but there's so much.
3: Yeah, that- I'm saying I'm, we definitely should should go back. I'll save it here. Um, okay, should I? continue yes and thank you for saying that the the audio sounds good that's my favorite kind of <laughs> that's all i want in this world for people to tell me that my audio sounds good <laughs> it's my greatest fear that it doesn't from hannah okay here we go from hannah
5: surprise it's me an explorer you know the one <laughs> <laughs> i love nailed pod um Nothing but great things to say about them. It's worth being a Patreon. I've been subscribed to them for over a year now and love them.
3: Hey, that's okay.
2: Aww.
3: Short and sweet.
5: Thank you, Hannah.
3: And does some advertisement for us. Yeah, Hannah, the Ninternet the Explorer mm-hmm. account on Instagram is one of the funniest meme accounts out there for Nin stuff.
2: Other than the Nailed Remix account.
3: Yeah, that too, that too And other than the homebrew memes That I sometimes put on the Nailed account Um, there's a million Anyway We love Hannah Thank you The next voice memo is from Kurt
12: It's probably too late, isn't it? Well, fuck it I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna fucking say it You guys rock, love the podcast
3: Thanks for doing this Alright, this is Kurt Love you, bye bye (laughs) Thank you. That's Kurt Kurt. Loader, by the way.
2: Kurt Loader? Whoa.
3: No, not Kurt Loader.
2: Thank you, Kurt. Thank
3: you. Wait, there's a second one. There's a second one. Much
2: love. Oh, okay.
8: Yeah, shit. Forget to make the 90s reference. God damn it.
3: (laughs) I really like the table slamming sound effect. I'm going to sample that and make a drum beat out of it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt. The next one we will do is from Josepha and. Hope I'm saying that right, but I'm probably not. Uh, I'm going to preface it with what Josepha wrote. Sending a voice memo about the convo I had today with Robin Fink via intros.live. So you're going to have to tell me what that is, Jess, because I have no idea what that means.
2: Okay. So intros.live, I found what it is because I've never heard of it before. But basically, there are several different musicians or um, – Yeah. No, it's for musicians only. Uh, So you can find the artist that you want to meet with, Mm -hmm. schedule the date and time. They have like little dates and times reserved. And then you have just a one-on-one hangout with the person. That's crazy. Uh, You get a link to join and you can just, I guess, hang out and talk.
3: All right. I'll play it.
7: Hi, guys. I just thought that I would send a voice memo about the intros um, slot that I did with Robin Fink today. I just finished it. He's really nice. It was really fun. It went really well. Um, I had no idea what to say. Like, what what (laughs) do you even say? Yeah. Um, but I missed all the shows last year, so I thought it would be, I don't want to miss another opportunity, I guess. Mm. And when is that ever going to happen again to like have a cup of coffee with Robin Fink? Um, and he was really sweet. He was very warm. He told me, I told him I was really nervous, you know, like right from the jump. And he told me that he's also really nervous to oh. kind of show up in like these like unscripted <laughs> yeah. ways with people, um, which is totally understandable. But then we just like chit-chatted about stuff. We talked about like the shows that they did last year, shows with Danny Elfman, Halloween costumes. And then <laughs> that was it. Yeah. It was just like five minutes. But Oh, wow. It was really nice. He's a he's a he's a nice, kind, warm person. So if he does put out more slots and anybody's on the fence about doing it, I would say go for it. It's a little nerve wracking, but I didn't cry and I didn't throw up, and it was good.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, well, that's awesome. awesome. I didn't even know this was a thing that existed until today. So now, can I
3: buy a cameo for just for Robin Fink to tell me happy birthday? Because that's coming up.
2: You need to go on cameo.
3: Okay, that's a different thing. <laughs> Um, That's cool though I'm sorry you missed the shows But this kind of makes up for it a little bit
2: Yeah And he always seems to be like really Yeah Like a good natured person I
3: would not expect him to be any other mm -hmm. way He doesn't seem like he has like a harsh edge Whatsoever Mm -mm. To him
2: Which is weird
3: Maybe he did it one time But not now
2: Anyway thank you for sending in your story And I'm glad it was a good experience Tell me
3: if I said your name right I'm so embarrassed, actually, about it that I don't even want to try to say it again. (laughs) Um, Okay. That was very sweet. Thank you. The next one, guess who it's from?
2: I'm supposed to guess. Uh, Viv.
3: You're correct. Yes. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, there's only so many people I would have been like, hey, guess who? But yeah, this one's from Viv. Excited to hear that accent. Are you?
5: I am. I've heard it once. Here we go. Hello, Jessica. and Blake from across the pond. It's Viv here, a.k.a. the babe with the power.
3: I want to say I like how it's a sort of stereophonic, almost like a 3D, we're getting like a, uh, what do you call it, binaural audio image here in our headsets. I like that. However she recorded, maybe a stereo mic in the phone. I don't know. Anyway.
5: Around to recording this voice now after a little bit of procrastination, so I'll just go ahead. I'm loving the with teeth there at the moment. It's an album I really love. I bought it when it was released in 2005, and two things I lo- I really loved about it at the time were the lyrics and also the fact that it was quite different to what Trent had done previously. So it was like a new beginning. It's a really nostalgic album for me now, and uh, when I listen to it, it brings me back to a certain point in time. Um. And I saw Onyage Nails for the first time in June 2022 after being a fan for many years. Yeah. And I was not disappointed. And not long after, I discovered Nails. Um, and I've been listening since. It's so well researched. Um, no stone is left unturned. I'd like to say a massive thanks to Jessica and Blake for the quality content and for creating a great little community, which is also Lana Del Rey inclusive. <laughs> Bye.
3: <laughs> You're welcome. Will
5: always be Lana Del Rey. It's shockingly,
3: Lana Del Rey
2: adjacent.
3: <laughs> How'd you like that voice?
2: It's lovely.
3: I think it just melted me into the chair.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> so I don't mean, have to scoop Blake up later. I
3: don't want to make it weird. Sorry, you it's made great, it weird. Great voice. I think it part of it is just that. Did you get that? The kind of stereophonic mm-hmm. thing going on in the headphones? Not. Yeah, they don't all do that. Heather's did it a bit with the effects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Viv.
2: Thank you, Viv.
3: Do you think anyone listens to our crass uh, Ozarkian American accent and is like, oh, it's like sweet, sweet butter to my ears? No, there's
2: no way. ASMR in up in here. No way.
3: Let's hear what our friend John has to say. Hey, Jess and Blake and the
10: rest of the Nailed Crew. It's John, a.k.a. Faither's Hearth. And I have a question for everyone. Is there a Nine Inch Nails song you would like to see covered? And is there a particular band you would like to see cover it? Do you think there's a genre that would benefit an in song, make it even better? For me, I always wanted one of my favorite bands, Horse the band, to cover Nine Inch Nails song. Thankfully, a few years ago they did. They covered March of the Pigs, and it's fantastic. So I guess wow. now I would just love to see Stephen Wilson cover anything of Trent's. Um, somehow, maybe even a collaboration. Uh, Stephen is such an ingenious musician as well as Trent, and I feel like together it would be incredible. Um, but, you know, life is just false dreams and disappointments, so it'll probably mm-hmm. never happen So yeah, let me know what you think What Nin song would you like to see covered? Who would you want to cover it? And is there a particular genre you think would benefit an existing Nin song? Thank you so much
3: No, thank you Good question Before I, we answer, I need to hear a clip of this horse the band, which John included Thank you for the link um, I, I, I've heard Car Seat Headrest cover March of the Pigs I didn't know that horse the band uh, I like the synth there straightforward. I mean obviously this it sounds very different but they're covering it kind of straight across the plate here.
0: All the Doesn't it make <laughs> <you> feel
3: better? <laughs> the cheesy I feel like it's like Casio presets. Mm-hmm. Okay, I stopped it right there. There's not going to be a jump scare. Um, that's cool though. Uh, do you know what who you'd want to cover Nin?
2: <sighs> I, well, man, we just saw Depeche Mode. That'd be cool if somehow they covered something. Oh with yeah, Nin's, but I don't.
3: I'd almost rather hear like a direct. I Nin would almost cover rather hear Nin of, cover Depeche yeah, Mode. Actually, like, I can't believe that never happened to my knowledge. But either or, either way would be great.
2: But I think the artist that I'm leaning to is one that I have kind of re obsessed with again, and that's Caroline Polachek. Oh, I yeah. love, um, there were some um, covers. Okay, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. There were two covers of Nine Inch Nails songs. Um, St. Vincent covered Piggy.
3: Yeah, that was great.
2: And Jenny Beth from Savages. Is it Savages? Yeah. Uh, covered closer. And I think what they did is very interesting, and I'd like to see what Caroline Polachek would do. I'd have to think of the song, I'm leaning towards the day the world went away, and I don't know why.
3: Because mm. um, it's like ethereal, maybe? Maybe, so in a
2: way. And I, she also, I've been listening very closely to her as I've become re-obsessed, and uh, she also does a lot of the same things that Reznor does, where she is not afraid to like sample and layer upon layer upon layer her own voice. And I discover new things every time I listen to her album that I did not notice before, kind of like with Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, So her
3: voice is an instrument that she plays like a, I don't even know what she plays it like. I was gonna say guitar, but it's way, way more beyond that.
2: Yeah, it's it's amazing. So I would like to maybe see Caroline do a cover and I've got to say she's probably... A fan of,
3: po- quite possibly.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Lauren Mayberry is now doing solo work. I think she she would do a cool cover. I have no idea. She's a fan. Are uh, you leaning towards any songs? I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of like I'm I'm a obviously a fan. Speaking of Caroline, fan of the pop girlies, of course. Mm-hmm. So like everybody's always making like Billie Eilish comparisons with Nin. We know mm-hmm. she's a fan. I don't know. What song off the top of my head? Not, I mean, not the stuff that everybody covers. It's like the singles off of Downward Spiral are kind of off the table because they've everybody's covered that stuff.
2: But mm-hmm. for Billy,
3: yeah, what would you have Billy cover? Would it be something off the Fragile?
2: I think um, the Fragile is not referred to enough. I feel like by yeah. other artists. Um, what if Billy did? Even deeper or something like that.
3: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I could imagine anyone else doing that song. Into the Void? Yeah, Into the Void, possibly.
2: I'm trying to think of something that would fit with her sound already.
3: Listen to a song like Therefore I Am, which has this very um, kind of four on the floor shuffled beat. Mm -hmm. That would definitely translate to something like Into the Void. Yeah. But maybe a more subdued. Yeah, I think that could be cool. That that's a good good choice. So thank you for that one, John. We have two two people named Christian in a row. (laughs) Christians actually I don't want to say that. Or should I?
2: We'll just say first Christian and second Christian.
3: First Christian, second Christian. I'm not saying initials to not give it away and not dox people.
12: Hey, Blake, Jess. Oscar and Patronis everywhere. <laughs> uh, this is Christian, aka Auxlander, on the Discord, uh, just giving my background with teeth and also with <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. Um, I just wanted to share that this was really the first album I interacted with the, with the band. Uh, thank you to Fred Durst and Let Biscuit <laughs> for posting on their website telling all their fans to go buy the album. What? And that's naively what I did. That's I didn't weird. know of any beef between Trent and Fred Durst at the time. Uh, so looking back at the album, I remember that there are some tracks that I skipped over because they were just too real for my mental and emotional state at the time. Specifically, every day is exactly the same And the last three tracks of the album. I guess I was just too fragile uh, on an emotional level at the time to hear them, to be honest. And that's probably why it took me a while to really dive into the downward spiral and broken, uh, just because I, had this preconceived notion that they were just very dark and evil (laughs) and uh look at me now right we (laughs) just dove right in and and really found the beauty in those uh albums and and Nine Inch Nails as a whole so thanks to you guys and everyone that makes this community possible I look forward to the upcoming episodes see you guys
2: Thank you, Christian.
3: Thank you. I had no idea that Limp Biscuit encouraged people to go by with teeth. Is that <laughs> what I'm hearing?
2: Sounds like it. I think that Durst is a was a big fan or is a fan of Trent Reznor or Nina okay. so
3: Except for that little bit where he was like, Fuck you, Trent Reznor. <laughs> and did did a whole diss track of him. Um but I guess he got over it quick. Unless he was like Everybody go buy this record and then flush it down the toilet.
9: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Christian number two, but not in not in order of importance, I should say. Hey, Blake and Jess. I just wanted to give a few quick thoughts and
8: I've been listening to the Halo 19 episodes and I've been really enjoying them a lot. Um, it's really given me a lot of appreciation of the album because, um, it was actually the first Nine Inch Nails release that I've got, at least as a physical copy. Um, I got the album whenever Barnes & Noble still sold CDs Ooh. back in like 2010. 2010. We Barnes & Noble? That's where I'm we sure met. Like the last few years, whenever they're selling that, besides like vinyl. Anyways, um, whenever me and the other patrons were discussing about the album and the discord i was just really surprised that that many mistook the lyrics in love is not enough with that part as um towel <laughs> e- everyone misheard it as towel instead of tile yeah and i was like wow that, that was me. really big surprise <laughs> and i because I, cause I heard, heard, was discussing that with a lot of other Nails fans in one of the Facebook groups that uh used to be pretty active in and I just kind of like thought that was hilarious and I just made it like a meme out of that with that visual of a picture <laughs> like of a towel meat on the floor <laughs> and I don't know whatever reason I just thought the whole thing was kind of hilarious and and I surprise like, was surprised a, that made a whole revelation I was like wow this is not Tile instead of tile, and like that seems to blew everyone everyone's minds, <laughs> and probably one of my favorite misheard lyrics, along with the uh, the lyrics to uh, "Every Day Is Exactly the Same." But yeah, that's all I gotta say.
3: And keep up the good work as always. And yeah, what's the misheard lyric on "Every Day Is Exactly the Same"? Oh no,
2: the point the.
3: Oh, porpoise. Porpoise. Yeah. I think I used to have a porpoise. No.
2: <laughs> I, I th- think that's what it would be. I don't know if people misheard that or just saying it that way for lulls.
3: I think he should have. I think he pronounces it a little bit weird. He should have said, I think I used to have a dolphin. <laughs> to So that it was clarified. Okay. Thank you, Christian.
2: Thank you, Christian. Thank you for.
3: Let me make sure I didn't miss anyone. I think I got everybody. I feel horrible if someone sent one and I forgot it. Um okay, this isn't a voice memo. This is just something at the end here I wanted to mention John who we heard from. They also sent something for we mentioned I think on a bonus episode that we maybe wanted to talk about bleed through ideas. Oh yeah, yeah. From mm. uh listeners. Do, are we still going to do that as a bonus episode? I think
2: we could. I also came up with a really good bonus episode. And I'm going to go ahead and do you want me to say it now? Yeah. Because you were like, why didn't I think of this idea whenever okay. I mentioned it? Okay. So uh, we're not going to do this right away or anything, but it's something to think about in the back of your mind. Blake and I went to go see the Eras tour. And as I was watching the this, movie,
3: the movie, yeah, the not movie, the, the movie. Sorry, not the actual. Couldn't afford tickets. Yeah, we'll
2: never be able to afford tickets. No. But um, we went to see the movie, and as I was watching it, I, it's just this huge spectacle of oh, a yeah. show. This is good. You this know? is very good. Um, and she goes through every era. It's not necessarily in order. Right. Um. It's in whatever order they decided to put it in that made sense to them. Uh. But I thought. Man, I would love to see Nine Inch Nails eras tour. So my thought is. Exactly, yeah. Send us your eras tour. I mean, I'm talking every era. Every era. Right. From, you know, purest feeling (laughs)
3: to the trillings to ghosts,
2: you know, to the most recent ghosts releases. I don't know if you want to include that. It's your concert. So if you want to include that or not in the eras, you can. Um, But, you know, there's a lot to cover there. Um, the songs, the costumes, the production, the stage sets. I want to know what your era's tour for Nine Inch Nails would look like.
3: And this is going to be for the bonus feed?
2: Yes, bonus feed. But I just wanted to put that idea out there, get everyone's little thinking caps on. Right. Um, It'll probably be something that we do before year zero, maybe, as a bonus app. But we'll see.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And the eras, obviously, you would order them in the way that you mm-hmm. you want, and I think, and you
2: could exclude an era if you want,
3: right? For example, Taylor Swift does not include her debut self titled album as an era. It's almost like, eh, that's a little too uh, embarrassing, a little
2: too cringe, maybe in her opinion. Not in a,
3: yeah, and kind of like Trent would consider "Purest Feeling" too cringe, possibly to mm-hmm. be considered an era. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, guess
2: what? It is on my eras tour.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it, so in your imaginary tour, it can mm-hmm. be whatever you want.
2: Yeah. And you could even have um, Taylor on her tour has secret songs that she performs right. that are surprises for surprise every- Surprise
3: songs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you could do that as well, which I wish more artists did.
3: So they don't fall into one of the pre-slotted eras. Like the the, the show is predetermined, mm-hmm. but the surprise songs change each tour date.
2: And she could even come out and just do like a surprise song acoustic, you know, it doesn't have to be right. like the same. So
3: you can build in surprise songs that change up in your nin eras. You could
2: have a still era.
3: Right? Oh, that would be the best era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm calling it. Um, okay. The, can I just briefly talk about the, the bleed through bonus episode Oh idea? yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. Well, we w- we did have a bonus episode a while back where we asked you to, and this one was fun and people had fun participating, we asked you to cut the Fragile down into a single 12-track disc, mm-hmm. and if you had to cut it down to that, what would it be? Um, this idea is to do like the alternate universe bleed-through album mm-hmm. that doesn't exist in this universe, but um, if you were to imagine it, an alternate version of With Teeth, how what would your bleed-through album look like and possibly sound like? And You can be a lot more imaginative than just using the existing tracks. Um, I brought up all that because John sent us something um, that this is what the text looks like. It's okay. like, can you see it? It's like the, um, it's very good for bleed-through. Oh, okay. Because it's like where the it looks like the text is bleeding, like all these characters are like falling off in these long vertical lines. I don't know how you make it, but something out there generates it. It looks insane. It looks like the Matrix or something.
2: I was about to say it looks like the Matrix. But it's
3: perfect for bleed through. Yeah. It, it kind of looks like the bleed through art if you've seen that. Um anyway, John went way above and beyond and I believe they've created like tracks here. Oh. Um, do we want to
2: save it for the episode. Yeah, yeah I know.
3: I'm not, not I'm not gonna play him here, but I'll get into them when we do that bonus episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But not to spend too long on it. We wanna we wanna know about what your version of Bleed Through would be. To me, it's like there are two alternate timeline albums if we didn't have with teeth. There there's an album that is Bleed Through, and then there's a different album that is about addiction and recovery I think and some of the songs fall into that mm-hmm. and some fall into the bleed through concept I don't think they really
2: and with teeth it just mashes them all up
3: with teeth kind of contains both Yes, but yeah so that's that
2: my version of bleed through is just my dead friend 12 times in a row <laughs>
3: <laughs> well at least it's not that's what I get 12 times in a row
2: um, that's that second disc oh, of No, no <laughs> mine's a two disc set sorry Okay. All right. I just want to extend a special thanks to everyone for participating.
3: Yes, thank you for um, sh- on such short notice sending yeah. these in.
2: It was fun hearing from you. Some of you, I've heard your voices when we've carded. So.
3: Yeah, Mario carded. Yeah. Um, and if you want to Mario cart with us and get these bonus episodes, nailedpod.com, or go to patreon.com/nailedpod. Mm-hmm. We got more than fifty bonus eps and counting now discord a bunch of other stuff yeah
2: but again thank you so much i feel so loved
3: yes thank you very much for all the kind and not and a single there wasn't a single one that was like this fucking podcast fucking <laughs> sucks shit i thought we were gonna get some of those yeah that'd be funny if someone wrote in just to create a voice memo that was like you suck
2: i'd play it i think yeah. all voices should be heard <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's right Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, not a full, sorry, we're not finishing with teeth yet, but life stuff, we went on a trip and because of the Halloween, we usually do our work on the weekends, um, or most of it and holiday weekends, we take off and Halloween coming up anyway, though, there will be a little delay, uh, before we finish the final part of with teeth side four. But just a little one. Yeah, a little break. Yeah. Little Halloween break. And then it'll be here before you know it. And then we'll be done with that album.
2: Can you believe?
3: I'm relieved. (laughs) Not in a like, I hate that fucking album way.
2: The Fragile was just really hard.
3: Yeah. I can't ever do something like that again. And that's my favorite album. Anything else?
2: I don't have anything. Just thanks again. And. Much love to everyone. Keep safe. Take care of each other.
3: Thanks, Ninturn, for sending your voice in this time. <laughs> and for everything else.
2: But, yeah, thank you.
3: All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Didn't that make you feel better?
11: Hi, Blake, Jess, Oscar, The Nail Fam. I'm um, just sending you a voice note um, while at work. So this is gonna be really quick because I almost forgot about it. But this is Jody and um, I just wanted to uh, to check in and tell you guys that um, I really appreciate the job that y'all have been doing on Nailed. I can't believe we're already in with teeth. It's insane. Um, and the fact that I've been with you guys since pretty much the beginning is also pretty cool too. So I've been able to see how y'all have evolved and kind of changed and, and I'm really, really happy that you are still going. Um, I think that as a fandom, we all, we all were kind of changed last year by the live shows we all saw. And that was pretty cool. Um, I was hoping that there would be some more shows this year, but that didn't happen. But, you know, I did get to meet Richard Patrick, which was pretty cool. So I'll take it. But yeah, here's some more. I mean, keep doing what you're doing. This this thing is awesome and I look forward to it every week. So give Oscar lots of hugs and snuggles. Um, and I just wanted to say hey to everybody else. Y'all are amazing, We're friends. So um, I will talk to y'all later. Sorry, this is really short, but I didn't really have time to record a long thing because I'm at work and I had to sneak into a, a hidey hole spot to do it. So anyway, bye.
10: Let's hear it for nailed. Woo. They're good.